Hi, Alan Schimmel here for another DevOps Chat. And this DevOps Chat's guest is Dave West, product owner and CEO of Scrum.org. Dave, welcome to DevOps Chats. Oh, thanks for inviting me, Alan. Thank you. So, Dave, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a wild bet that most of our audience at least is familiar with Agile and Scrum. Um, but maybe maybe some of them aren't, and, and maybe there are even some who aren't familiar with Scrum.org and the role it plays mm. within the Agile community. So why don't we do a quick level set of, of Scrum.org and, and how it relates to, you know, to Agile and Scrum? Yeah, thanks, Alan. Yeah, probably it's a it's definitely a confusing, fragmented place, the Agile community. So Scrum.org is an organization, mission-based organization created by Ken Schwaber, one of the co-creators of, of Scrum. Uh, him and Jeff created Scrum, interestingly, in the building that I'm talking to you from uh, over 21 years ago. It'll be the, the, uh, the outing 21-year anniversary is in October. I think it's October the 19th, interestingly. But... Um, so they created Scrum. Scrum.org is a, an organization that Ken created to basically focus on improving the profession of software delivery. We do that with a, a very large uh, active community, I suppose not very large, uh, of professional Scrum trainers, about 170 of those. We do that with um, assessments, training and assessments uh, around, around the world. So uh, a significant number of people visit Scrum.org every day to either assess their knowledge or to uh, connect up with a trainer or some some training class sure and and Dave you know one of the interesting things about the uh, the different classes and courses if you will that that scrum.org uh, offers is the there's different sort of um, I, I forgot the exact word but there's different roles right mm. within the it's scrum training. Yeah, and what's what's interesting actually, Alan, is that particularly for this audience, so one of the reasons why Scrum.org came into into uh, into being was obviously Ken created Scrum Alliance. He left Scrum Alliance because they wanted to focus on the world of work, and Scrum.org cares about software delivery. And that's a that's a very important distinction. And so our professional Scrum developer class uh, is actually focuses on the practices for doing done software. And when we mean done, we don't mean almost done. We don't mean, oh, well, it, it's kind of done with me. We mean done meaning potentially shippable. And when we mean potentially shippable, we don't mean potentially shippable because operations haven't looked at it yet. And that's the potential. We mean that the product owner can switch, you know, flick a switch, and it, it, it's it's live in the masses. So, so ultimately, this technology-focused class PSD is one of the reasons why Scrum.org came into fruition. And obviously, Scrum Master, product owner, the the three roles of uh, of Scrum, we have classes for 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 all of those different roles, and uh, and they're very team-based. Which bring, you know, so that so potentially you could have multiple roles in the same t in the same class as well with our with our, our team based classes. So yeah, we we definitely uh, we're, we're trying to improve the profession, Alan. So we have to provide training and certification, third party validated certification on that that profession and those professional skills. Got it. So. You know, there's so Agile's been around now for a number of years, and and at this point, uh, I don't think there's little 
any doubt that it's gone mainstream, obviously, and has a tremendous, <laughs> had, you know, tremendous impact uh, across the entire software development world spectrum. But Dave, you know, specifically for Dev, as, as it relates to DevOps, um, often people say, you know, well, how do how do those work together, right? I, I've heard people say, uh, actually, DevOps.com before I had started it as a site when it was just a blog sort of said uh, picks up where agile leaves off but i don't know if that's not that's i don't think that's necessarily true i don't think it was true then it's certainly not true now what how do you describe let's put it that way how do you describe that relationship it's an interesting one in fact uh, uh, recently i was on a at a doing a presentation with ken schwaber that was a devops presentation at a devops organization and an event and uh, ken and i were uh, were talking about we're, we're talking about devops and ken's perspective is very interesting and i think it sort of sums up the sort of the original signatures of the agile manifesto's perspective on it i mean ultimately the um they believe, and he believes in particular, that that we needed DevOps because nobody really got agile. And mm -hmm. and and it's interesting because you know when they when the Agile Manifesto was was signed, uh, one of the key terms was working software. Working software. You know the twelve principles. Um, it, Working software frequently, delivering working software. That word, that phrase, working software, is frequently You know, described in the manifesto. Scrum focuses on it now. Many people get Scrum wrong because, frankly, and, and I don't know if you see this, Alan, and if other people have said this to you, but what most people do is they take Scrum and then try to put it into a waterfall life cycle. Yeah. So they they sort of create these things around Scrum, and particularly in the DevOps world the bits towards after they have these whole set of processes after the scrum and uh, hardening sprints um, a release uh, they have a release train that, that goes through you know scrums just a series of stations on the uh, on the release train journey yeah. and it ends up in operations and the like and 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 so ultimately Ken would argue that that it's just unfortunately people didn't understand agility or, or Scrum in particular, and that's what led to the DevOps movement. I have a slightly different view. I think that 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 the agile was very focused on at least getting testers and requirements people and the customer and the developers together in some way, you know, and and. We, they, by that focus, and that focus was important to get to improve how we're doing software, it highlighted that we actually need other people involved. And that led to this sort of movement combined with some technology changes like, you know, the you know stuff around the cloud and the ability to self-provision and all that kind of stuff. So it led to this sort of DevOps movement. I don't, I'm not sort of anti-DevOps. I think DevOps is, is an awesome set of ideas. I think people like Gene Kim and the Phoenix Project, et cetera, amazing stuff uh, but ultimately in my opinion it, it's all about improving the profession of software delivery and it's all about agile software and I see scrum and other agile approaches really just being incomplete without the ideas of DevOps in them and uh, and that's certainly true of our PSD class that's certainly true of the message that we send to our customers sometimes they don't like it you know when we when we say okay what does done mean to you and they say tested and we say not quite sure. There are a few things after test, and they right. go, 
well, no, there's nothing after test to us. That's <laughs> when those ops guys get involved. And they're yeah. like, well, there might be a lot of, and does ever defects come back into the process after test? Well, yeah, of course, you know, there's, and does ever customers have issues with it? Oh, yeah, and, and do you ever get operations saying, well, we can't get this to run on this environment, and do you ever say it works on my machine? And all of those things get in the way. All of those things are, you know, whether you call them debt, whether you call them quality issues, get in the way of delivering working software that amazes the customer and getting that feedback. And um, so DevOps is a great set of practices and ideas and a great movement that can make Agile even more successful. Absolutely. I call those things life, by the way. Um, but, you know, life gets in the way of the best written software. So a couple things, Dave. I have two specific questions I'd like to ask you. One is, you know, one of the things that maybe it's been a double-edged sword for the Agile Scrum movement, but in my mind, it certainly had so many positives, was the whole idea of the Agile Manifesto, right? And, and sort of codifying, if you will, the what, what, it, what it is, the definition is. And then, you know, I think that leads to the, ability to really nail down roles and training and, and methodologies. Well, as you know, in DevOps, there's been a big resistance from even defining it officially. We never had a DevOps manifesto, and there's never probably will be one either. Um, do you view that as, I mean, contrast that with, with, with the Agile and Scrum experience, Positive, negative, all double-edged both ways. What do you think? I, it, it's interesting because yeah, I, I think a lot about uh, how you drive change into the world. And obviously at Scrum, I, I spend, at Scrum.org, I spend a lot of time thinking about the success of Scrum. Scrum, as I said, turned 21 or turns 21. It's, uh, it's currently can't drink, but mm -hmm. in, in November, it's going to be a, it's going to be crazy. Um, mm -hmm. it, in October, it turns 21. And yep. uh, I think about the success and Scrum is practiced. I was talking to Ken this morning and, and it's funny because I said, you do realize, Ken, that over a, a million people every day do a daily Scrum. He's yep. like, Wow, that's a lot, isn't it? And it's practice. Now, whether it's practiced well, Alan, and whether they're doing it right, and whether that actually is good, and lots of questions. But ultimately, you can't argue with the success of, of Agile and Scrum, and, and you can't argue with it. And I, so I, I often think about you know, what makes it successful, and is it the manifesto? I think in part it is. I think it provides a set of uh, principles and ideas that, that sort of like provide the social system as it were, to, to the practices that Scrum encourages. And I think, you know, things like the Agile uh, conferences and that continue to provide a place for people to talk about it, which is good. I also think there needs to be a very effective commercial model. And when I mean commercial model, a commercial model around driving, um, uh, making people uh, be able to put food on their, pay their mortgage and put food on their table using Scrum to help them do that, whether that's through training, certification, writing books. You know, there's over 100 books with Scrum in the title just on Amazon. You know, it's like 130, mm -hmm. and I got bored counting. And I didn't count the foreign books, obviously, because I'm English, and that's against my, my, my principles. Got it. But, the, um, uh, but what's interesting um, is that, you know, that, so that commercial model is incredibly important. And, and I think also... Ownership. I think the one thing that we've found with, uh, you know, the 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 
the Scrum community, as the Ken and Jeff have continued to really push it and drive it, and that that ownership connected with certification, assessments, training, books, community, strong community simplicity, because I think that's another important idea that comes out of, of allowed Scrum to be successful. So I look at DevOps, and DevOps is very fragmented, even more so than Agile. Um, vendors tend to have taken it and and defined it to their own needs. You know, the Scrum Guide is a definitive definition of Scrum. It's about 16 pages. It's translated into over 40 languages, and you can't. Uh, it, it tells you what Scrum is. It, and if anybody says, "Oh well, you know, to do Scrum, you have to do Jira, and Jira does this," I'm just using Jira as an example. It's an awesome tool. Uh, no, actually, no. Scrum says this, and yes, you can have w ways of doing the. The, you know the daily scrum with you know your Jira board and whatever that's cool, but Scrum is Scrum, and the problem is we've got all these vendors defining DevOps to be what they want it to be to you know to sell some software. Oh, good, I mean fair play to them. I would do it exactly the same. So without that sort of body of knowledge, without people sort of saying, "Hang on a minute," you know, sort of leadership, clear leadership, without a commercial model that's driving DevOps into organisations or Scrum into organisations, in our example, I think you have some significant challenges. So I, 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 I'm not sure they need a manifesto, Alan. I'm not sure they need, you know, but they definitely need a definitive what it is. Uh, however, that's done. It could be done with a guide, or it could be done something else. Uh, and uh, I think that it needs it needs that sort of leadership as well. And Gene is awesome, Gene Kim, and you know the guys. <clears throat> there's some really good thought leaders, but again, they're fragmented as well. Um, sure. Is Jez Humble a thought leader in it? Yes, he is, but he talks about continuous delivery. He doesn't really talk about DevOps, and you know, that's a that's that's challenging. Yeah, no, Dave. I you know so just. My two cents on it is, is it's very much a two-edged sword. In some ways, it's been its biggest help. In some ways, it's biggest hindrance. I'm just back from London where Gene Kim's DevOps Enterprise Summit London took place. And I interviewed all the speakers there, and we did a ton of video and speaking you know, with people. And what's interesting is by, by its lack of definition, the – DevOps way, if you will, the DevOps ways, whatever you, sounds like something out of the Dune movie, the weirding ways, but you know, the, <laughs> the DevOps ways are that, that patterns or whatever you want to call it is moving even beyond Dev and Ops, you know, Dev and Ops working together to encompass security, QA, other parts of the IT stack, and even beyond the IT stack, we, we heard stories of marketing and biz and, and HR even teams that are starting to use Kanban, you know, and, and stuff like this because it helps them. I mean, look here at DevOps.com. We do a 930 stand-up meeting around the table every day, right? Yeah. And, and, you know, I don't consider us a software company per se or that we're developing software, but the, the entire on, you know, on-prem staff is in that meeting and we, you know, we do our check-in and, and so forth. But that being said, you know, that lack of definition has almost, I think, enabled DevOps to move beyond pure dev and ops. But you speak to, you know, you talk about Jez Humble, you speak to John Willis, for instance, another DevOps kind of you know, personality who's been around a while. And, and John says, no, I'm more of a purist. DevOps is about Dev and Ops, right? I, I don't <laughs> buy into that whole kind of thing. But 
that being that all being said, you know, it, it, so that kind of helped it not having that definition. But it, but it, to your point, it hindered it in that we can't you can't really put your thumb on it. And it's nebulous. A lot of people and a lot of people say that, right? Yeah. This, this, this so it, it might be good. It might be bad. What, what, what? I mean, ultimately, all of us are striving for is 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 the values of the of, of the agile manifesto. Uh, sure. and, and DevOps is doing that as well. It's about delivering done, and it's about breaking up batch sizes to small increments of value driven by hypotheses or ex experiments or ideas, and it's about delivering practices which the DevOps community have in spades of actually being able to do that. So if yep. if you have a principle of delivering software frequently and observing its use by customers. If that's a principle that's driving your, your delivery mechanism, then it's, it's crucial that you get that transparency, you instrument, etc. You do it frequently, you get the batch size small, etc. Those principles they sort of all trace back to, the, to that ultimate set of agile ideas, and those ideas are basically all in response to the fact that we're working in environments where there's a large amount of unknown, whether that be technology, whether that be business. And those unknowns require us to work in a different way. The traditional, very efficient, big silos, clear handoff, control points get in the way when there's a large amount of unknown and where variability is is the is the currency of, of 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 the entire operation, and when you do that, you have to work in different ways, and all those practices make it so much better. And um, and I think that's what we need to concentrate no, no, yeah. on. Yeah, those and, are the universals, maybe, Dave. I think that's yeah, universal. yeah. And I mean, and I think that's what. And I think to be frank, most of the you know, I know Gene definitely is very very conscious of that. Obviously, protecting his brand as he needs to, you know. And I, I yeah, it's just I just love the fact all these vendors, you know, position DevOps for their own needs, which of course they would, and I would. Yeah. So I, I I don't know. What I do know is that Agile isn't versus DevOps, and Scrum certainly not. isn't versus DevOps, and. And we need to stop thinking about the sprint review as a phase gate to release to operations. And we need to think about it as a mechanism for learning, that inspect and adapt, learning at the boundary of the sprint. So we've got this chunk of work, two weeks of work. We've delivered some software in production, hopefully during that two weeks of work. Operations is part of our dev team. They're just, you know, whether that be directly or indirectly. Um, obviously, we know that if it's indirect, queues are bad because that reduces agility. Um, so we need self-serve. We need automation that gets that allows them not to be a bottleneck. You know, we, we need to better get our VMs when we need our VMs. You know, etc. Um, and we need mechanisms in place that get rid of all the overheads to the to the to the de de to the delivery teams. And I say delivery, not development. It's everybody that's needed. Um, we need some mechanisms in place that get rid of the those inhibitors to delivering working software as frequently as we need to to get that inspection working for our business. That, that's what ultimately what we need to do. And sometimes, you know, DevOps is a great movement. Sometimes it gets in the way because people go, oh, well, no, I'm DevOps, not Scrum. You're like, I don't give a diddly if you're Scrum or DevOps. What I care about is delivering frequently to learn so that I can improve and deliver value faster to our customers. Got it. Well, Dave, I hate to do this to you, but we are, we've run over schedule here. Ah. 
but it happens. I, I told you before we got on, it goes quick. We well past it at this point. But um, one last question that I like to always ask guests, and that is, it, can you recommend one book to our audience that they should read ASAP? I, yeah, Alan, I, I don't know if I can recommend a book to read, but I can tell you the book I'm currently reading. Fair enough. And it's, it's an in, interest because, you know, I mean, there's lots of great books, obviously, uh, uh, a wise man once said to me, I don't mind if you buy, uh, read my books as long as you buy them. Uh, and uh, But there's, there's, there's lots of great books. But I like the book I'm reading at the moment. It's called Turn the Ship Around. And it's great. a really interesting, it's a true story of... Um, uh, of, 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 of this, basically this guy that's running this nuclear submarine by this gentleman called David Marquette. And, uh, and it's really very interesting because a nuclear submarine, you'd think has got as much in common with a software delivery project as, as um, I don't know, as, as something that doesn't have much in common with something else. And, uh, but, but, but ultimately you learn a lot about how you can, you know, get autonomy, get self-direction in your teams, how you can, how you can keep people happy when you're in this sort of steel coffin under the water, when you're not talking to your loved ones for thousands of hours because you are on, you know, because you've got nuclear weapons on and you have to be hidden somewhere in the Atlantic or Pacific. And, and it, it, it's a very, very interesting book. And I'm about halfway through, so I can't tell you if it's the best book in the world, but I can tell you it's start, the first half has started very, very well. Turn the ship around. Got it. Sounds like a good one, and, and I we'll see if we get any feedback from the audience. Well, Dave, as I said, we're, so we totally blew through this, but it's okay. If he, it was a great uh, interview, and I hope people enjoyed listening to you. Continued success with Scrum.org, and uh, we, maybe we have you back on at some point, and we can continue this discussion. I'd love to, Alan. Love to. It's been an absolute pleasure. Okay. Uh, Dave West, uh product owner, man, uh, CEO of uh, Scrum.org. Thanks for being this episode's guest of DevOps.com. This is Alan Schimmel for DevOps.com. <laughs>